welcome to our podcast, the Spread the Love Podcast. My name is Julita Silva, and we are here with the other three hosts. Hi, my name is Kirsten Rolls, and I am the Volunteer Service Manager of Spread the Love. Hi, I'm Snigda Bapudi. I'm the Outreach Director over at Spread the Love. And we are the leaders of a youth-led organization called Spread the Love, where we create encouraging letters, notes, and videos for children with special needs to read and enjoy. We will be interviewing Maggie Blair, a, a sister who received some letters from our team. So, Maggie, can you please tell us a bit about yourself and your family to get things started? Yeah. Um, so my name is Maggie. I uh, live in Waco with my brother, Matthew, who has Down syndrome. There is five of us total in our family. So Matthew's baby. He was the surprise and then just the extra fun that we needed in our family. Um, uh, we didn't know Matthew had Down syndrome until he was born. Um, so that was a little bit of a shock, but like we quickly like were figuring out, okay, like how are we going to make his life great? Like how are we going to make him succeed? And so, yeah, he's made our life just an adventure and it's been the best thing ever. <laughs> so. I'm glad. I'm glad. So, uh, okay. To start things off, <clears throat> how was your reaction to the letters? And we do know you from Miss Nina, so yeah. like we have that connection. So so that's cool, right? Yeah. No, I found out about you guys through Nina. I think you guys had sent Micah some letters, and I was thought yeah. that was yes. cool. Um, and so um, I think somebody contacted me from your team. But um, basically, when Matthew turned 11, we started this birthday extravaganza thing to where. Um, if people wanted to send them birthday cards, they were more than welcome to. And then it just kind of grew and grew and grew. And so uh, when his birthday came around this past year, um, I think Nina had messaged me and asked me, like, would I be comfortable? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, the fact, the more the mail, the better, because Matthew, like, expects it. Um, especially, like, he knows his birthday month. He's like, I, it's coming up. Um, and so it was really awesome to get these letters, um, especially like knowing what, what he likes, which is VeggieTales, uh, SpongeBob, all the things. And so it was just so fun to watch him open them and just get so excited. And then I think what I loved even more, um, when Matthew was born, like the Down syndrome community really wasn't what it is today. Like we are a family, like we're huge, like, and we just, you know, everybody knows each other now because of social media, which is awesome. Um, so it was kind of great as these letters started coming in, my mom's like, I don't know this person. Like, who are they? You know? And I was like, mom, they love Matt. Like they're excited for him. They want to celebrate him. And so it was cool. I think it was a more of a gift to see my mom's reaction versus Matthew's reaction, because it was like, these people are supporting Matthew. These people are excited for Matthew. They want to see him succeed. And so that was, I think the best gift ever was that. So, yeah. And it's so cool because I remember, so I contact Miss Nina every now and then when we need new kids to write to. And so uh, Matthew was one of the kids. And through that, then the families we reach out to send us other families. And it's just so much bigger than what we started with. And I'm really happy that it's grown this much. That's awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. I just, it was awesome to get those. And especially like whoever draws stuff, like, that's talent. <laughs> like oh, was, yeah. Like, some of the volunteers are really good. We but, do have some artists in our community, which is, like, great. Because, like, for starters, I cannot draw. I can barely write. So it's, like, <laughs> so it's like I'm just glad that, like, people can express themselves as well. And at the same time, like, like sure. the day of someone, you know? So so that's great. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, so our next question was, I know that you mentioned that you have like quite a few siblings in like your family. So how was like kind of the sibling dynamic and your family dynamic changed when you found out that he had like, uh, that he was diagnosed with Down syndrome and when he was kind of born? Yeah, um, so there's five of us. I have two older brothers, there's me, um, and then a younger sister, and then Matt. Um, and so when Matt was born, there's 11 years difference between me and him, and then my younger sister, Murphy, um, nine years. And so I think for her, it was kind of thrown for a loop because she was the baby for like nine years. And then it was like, wait a second. Um, but when we found out about his diagnosis, my dad's a doctor. So as soon as he held Matthew, he knew he recognized all the physical features of Down syndrome. Um, and so on the way home, we were driving and he was, he was just kind of talking to us and he's like, cause there was some medical stuff going on. And so that's why they could take him to the ICU and all that. Um, or the NICU. And so as we were driving home, he was kind of like, listen, your brother may have Down syndrome. Do you guys know what that is? And we we're like, new. And so he kind of explained it to us. And, um, I remember reading about an article of a girl who had Down syndrome, um, in a, like a teen magazine, um, that had been nominated for homecoming queen and won. Um, and so of course, like, as soon as I got home, I went to like dig for that magazine. Cause I was like, I need to know what's going on, like what my brother has and stuff. Um, and so after reading that magazine, it was kind of like, okay, like Matthew is going to have some difficulties like he's going to have a hard time learning like you know and obviously like thankfully diagnosing with down syndrome or any special needs has gotten more positive now versus in the future past it was like the worst you know diagnosis ever um but for us it wasn't necessarily like a negative diagnosis it was like okay this is a part of matthew and that's what makes him different and special um and so from there we like we just were huge advocates. It was kind of like I, for, for being the oldest girl in my family, I had to really step up. Um, we joke that I'm the serious mom and then my sister's kind of like the fun second mom. And then my mom's just the mom mom. Um, but so like, we just kind of, we stepped up and I think that was the best thing we needed. Um, Matthew has changed my worldview when it comes to special needs and just um, inclusion. And I mean, I wouldn't be who I am today without Matt. So I'm thankful like he is a part of my life. That's really good. How has how has it grown? Like, how has your relationship grown over the years, especially with the business now and all of that? How yep. has that um, bond and connection gone stronger? It's it's I mean, every day is different. It's always like I always say he's my tour guide and it's always an adventure. Um, when Matthew turned 16, that was kind of when Matthew's also nonverbal. So it was kind of like, what can we have for Matthew? um going forward into the future because he is nonverbal a lot of people don't know how to work with a nonverbal person um so like what's that going to look like in the future and i had started my business two years prior and matthew would help here and there um but then i kind of started when we started building and doing more orders i noticed he really liked to pack stuff um and so i was like you know what this is something i don't need to do and he can do it on his own. Obviously I'll go back and check and make sure everything's correct, but like, I think we're good. Um, and then I think what was kind of the aha moment of like, this could be a job for him um, that could grow into something bigger was when we went to the post office and like how he just would walk in by himself and like it'd be on his own and just like do it. And I think what I loved even more was getting to share him with others because that was something growing up, we held him really close 
when he was younger because we didn't want him to feel disregarded or not included. And so like, it was a very tight family unit, which I feel like was good at the time. But as, as he got older, I knew it was hindering him. Um, and so for me to get to share him with others and for people to be able to interact with him positively, I think was huge. And so the more and more he became part of Marguerite Co., the more our mission and our purpose changed and that we just wanted to make a difference, but also like not just keep it close knit to ourselves, but to share it with everybody. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that you give back 15% of your yeah. profits to entrepreneurs with Down syndrome. Was that always the thing you wanted to do uh, when you started your company or? Um, no, I was being selfish and wanted to make all the money <laughs> when I first started. Um, <laughs> but I felt like God was putting it on my heart, especially when Matthew started working with us. Um, I just saw, I mean, Matthew's going to be 20, which just blows my mind in a couple of months. Um, and I noticed the difference and there's so many things for kids when they're younger. And then once they age out of school, they're lucky if they do have something, you know, there's day programs, there's, so, but there's, there's not a lot out there. And, um, I just started seeing randomly different entrepreneurs who did have Down syndrome or a different ability who were starting to do stuff. Um, John's Crazy Socks was a huge like influence for me. Like I just was, my mind was blown the fact that he sold over like 2 million socks. And I'm like, this is incredible. And he's hiring people of different abilities to work for him. Um, And then that just kind of snowballed into where we found out about all these other entrepreneurs. And I was like, you know what? If we can do our part and, you know, at least give some type of funding or just encouragement to the next entrepreneur that's coming up after us. I would love to just have it be like, I believe in you. I believe in your worth. And like, I want to see you go far. And so um, it's been awesome. And I think what's been so neat is just to meet all these people um, and just learn about what they want to do and be like, hey, we're behind you. We're backing you up. Like, let's go. So it's been fun. It's been really awesome and such a great blessing. That is amazing. So great. I'm so happy for you. And uh, also, you did mention a while ago that you that your family held like Matthew really tight, mostly because you guys didn't want him to feel like excluded and things like that. So how has that played a part into like his life? Like inclusion has like there been any problems? Is like how society would you say? What can we do better? Yeah. Um. I think like when I, when Matthew was first born, uh, this was like, okay, so 2001, this was like when teen pregnancy was like a huge thing and it still is, but like, it was kind of like, it still had a negative effect to it. Now it's kind of more in the norm. Um, I was in the grocery store with Matthew and I was 11. So, but I was really tall for my age. And um, I had a lady come up to me and say, serves you right. Like looking at me and then pointing to Matthew as of like, thinking he was mine and it serves me right that he has down syndrome for getting pregnant and I was like hold up like I kind of looked at her and I was like I'm his sister and there's nothing wrong with him uh, so like that was like kind of like my first like negative experience in the special needs world um, but I think the thing is is what I've learned um, you can become bitter really quickly and it can be a kind of you against the world um, and what I've learned is It is my job as a sister, as an advocate to teach people the difference and how to 
be aware and also include, I can't, I can't be mad at somebody if they don't know, you know what I mean? Um, but I, I can be mad at myself if I don't have the, if I don't use the opportunity that was given to me to teach them a positive like lesson or like how to interact. So like when Matthew would be with kids, like in the like park or something, it was always, Matthew was always big kid. Like he's, I mean, he's all brawl. Like, I mean, love him to death, but like kids would be kind of be scared of them, even though he's the same age as them. He's just so big. And so it would take a sec for kids to kind of come around and play with him. And of course, like they immediately know he's different just from his physical um, features. But like I, they'd start talking to him and I'm like, well, you should like, cause then they look at me, like, why isn't he answering back? And I'd be like, well, he's actually nonverbal, but like, here, I'll show you. So I would teach him the sign. Like, this is like, my name's Matt. And I'm like, this is Matt's sign. And then like, mine's Dot. And that's what he calls me. And so like, what's your name? And so I would teach them how to like sign their name to Matt. So that way, like the interaction was happening there. So I think a lot of it is just teaching. Um, that's that's the biggest part of inclusion that I think is just something like I've had to learn as I've grown up and just still now is just finding opportunities to tell people how to interact or show them how to interact. Um, and it's, it's awesome to see through like the post office. I don't even have to go in anymore. Like he does his thing. He's talking to his lady friends at the post office. Like he does his whole thing. And like UPS, like all these different places that we can now go into because we've, we've practiced, we've done all the like, you know, special therapies that it's like, okay, we're going to do this now. And now he can do it all on his own. And I love watching it happen, the independence, but also just the interactions with people. It just, it blows my mind. I never thought I would see that, but like, you know, just doing small goals will eventually get it to that. And so, yeah, that's been awesome to see and witness with Matt. That's absolutely amazing. Wow. Um, so one other question is, um, Matthew has been working in your business for a while. Um, how do you think that Matthew working in the business kind of reduced the stigma about around like people part of the Down syndrome community working? Yeah, um, I think it's just what we have done, like when we have gone to markets, markets are obviously right now are really hard because of pandemic. Um, but every once in a while, Matthew would go. Um, and so like having that interaction with people, um, they always have questions. We have pictures like kind of behind me, we have pictures um, there. And so people want to know the story. I always get, oh, is this your son? And I'm like, bless you, but no. <laughs> um, but like getting to then share the, share the story and like why we're doing what we're doing, why we're giving back 15%. I think it's a great conversation starter. And then when people wear our jewelry, like they admire it, they can then be like, oh, let me tell you about this amazing company, but also what they stand for and why they're advocating for Down syndrome. I think that's been really neat is people, and it's not just, it's, they're like, oh, wow, I can get behind that. And it's not that, oh, that's so cute. It's like, no, we can do this. Like they can do this. And I think that was hard for my mom when Matthew first started working for me. She gets so nervous when Matthew go into the post office. She's like, no, I don't. I'm like, let him do it. I was like, we all fall but we always get back up, up. So like, let's just, let's see what he does. Like, I'm not gonna like let him fail miserably, but I'm also, I want to see him struggle to grow. And so, I mean, she did that to me. So <laughs> I don't feel like he should get any 
excuses. You're right. You 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 did mention something about you being like the responsible mom, and like it does show. It does show. <laughs> and I think that's the case with a lot of um, kids that are part of the special needs community. I know the last people we interviewed um, was Sam, and she she's like she does it all. She's like a singer, a model, a dancer. Like she does ballet, and she can't see through one eye, and it's. It's incredible to see all these kids like adapting and learning how to do different things on their own, and to see the people like you behind them pushing them to do more is a really great sight to see.、Um, something else I wanted to ask: I know you were mentioning your pictures behind when prepping for this podcast. We were making questions. I had one question, which is really random, but what does a pineapple mean? Because I've seen it so many times on your feed, and I was like, I don't know what this means. Yeah, so、um, so the pineapple back in the olden day, like gosh, back in like 1800s, it stood for hospitality. So like usually like when people would come off like shore or whatever, they would were given a pineapple as like welcome, like you can come to our home, like you can stay.、Um, and so like when you go to like East Coast, like especially like in Georgia and like North Carolina, you'll see pineapples in architecture, and it's like a sign for hospitality.、Um, And so the joke is, is if if you were given a pineapple and then the pineapple was taken away, that meant your stay was like you've stayed too long. Go.、Um, but we had a pineapple on our、um, our our house, like on a door knocker. And so when I started my business, I wanted something because like obviously like everything's known by a brand, like you know magnolia. It's known for the magnolia petal, like flower. You know, so like I wanted something that was recognizable. Um, so, like when we first started with the pineapple, it stood for hospitality. So, like service was our number one goal. Like we wanted to provide great product, we wanted to provide great service.、Um, but as Matthew came along, and with the hospitality aspect of it, I was like, I want people to know that they are welcome here. They have a space here, and we want to. Welcome people of different abilities, whether it's Down syndrome, autism, whatever it is. We want them here, and we want to shout their purpose and worth in that. And so,、um, Magrico just did a completely new rebranding. Gosh, during pandemic, which is just blows my mind. It feels like it was so long ago, but we're still in it. But、um, our pineapple now has three arrows in it, which stands for the Trisomy Twenty One or the Lucky Few symbol.、Um, and that was something I really wanted to make sure people understood. Um, and again, it's a great conversation starter of like, well, what's trisomy twenty one or Down syndrome, whatever it is, you know, like explaining why we do the pineapple.、Um, and Matthew also loves SpongeBob, and SpongeBob lives in a, <laughs> so it worked out really great for both of us. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> so、uh, you talked a little bit about like the workspace of your company and how it's like a nice fostering environment. But how has his communication been with other? I don't know if you have. Other workers there right now due to the pandemic, or if it's all run by、yeah. you. But how has his interaction been with other people? Because I know you mentioned sign language. I don't know if that's his main form of communication,、yeah. or if you want to talk a bit about that. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, like when we first when he first started just doing the post office, it was great. Like he would just pack everything. Everything was already done. And as I started noticing how he could do more, I was like, okay, let's figure this out. So like when we first started our Order sheets. Everything was just wording, like reading.、Um, and then when Matthew started, I then had to figure out. He he. Okay, first of all, he can read because he does know how to delete all my stuff on DVR. But <laughs> but 
that's stuff he recognizes. He's very like, rec he recognizes everything. Um, so like his memory's insane. Like he'll, I, I just, I don't know how he does it, but he'll get to like his iPad and his computer playing the same movie at the exact same time. Like it's just science and I don't know how he does it, but he does. But um, so basically with the orders, we then had to do pictures because that was something he could then look at and be like, oh, that's that earring. I need to get that in that color. Um, and so that helped him figure out how to pull and then put orders together. And then of course, like I would come back down through the line, make sure everything was correct and go from there. Um, so that was like something I had to change of how I did stuff, but also then it helped him on the longer end. Um, and so he's done that. And then, um, with like setting stuff up, like I'll always be like, Hey, are you going to help me? And then it's more of a, I'm going to supervise and make sure you're putting stuff away. Um, so when we go to the, like go to markets and stuff, I'm always packing my car. And so he'll know like, Oh, you need this now. So he doesn't put it in the car, but he just puts it there for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been, it's challenged me, but also I think it's challenged me to teach other people who do want to hire um, special needs individuals to work for them. Um, that's always been a conversation I've had with so many different people here in the Waco area. Like, we love what you do. I don't know if I could do it. And I'm like, well, you can, it's going to make you uncomfortable. And it's also going to make your employees uncomfortable because they're going to have to, they're going to have to do extra learning too. It's not just the person who's wanting to come in and work who has a disability. It's other people realizing that there's certain things that need to change in order for everybody to work together. Um, we have Biddy and Bose coming here in Waco, which is exciting. Um, and I got to meet with the owner. And so it was really neat to talk with the, the owner of the franchise, like, okay, have you thought of this? Like, you know, we're going to need bathrooms that are available to everybody, like wheelchair, family, whatever that need to go in, um, you know, wheelchair ramps, like all of this stuff that a lot of people who, if it's not a part of your life, they don't think about it. And so, um, it's just neat opportunity for businesses to relearn how to do business, but also to include special needs individuals. Like it's just something that should be done. And it's just, it's taking longer to do like, because people just don't know unless they know. So, but yeah. Totally, totally agree with that statement. And, uh, so speaking about that, that like how businesses can help like their mm -hmm. businesses and like include more people. So what can we do to support like us, the consumers to support businesses with special needs, especially during like this time of like COVID and things like that. So, yeah, um, COVID has definitely put a damp damper on just business in general, like, um, but for special needs, because when COVID first happened, um, Matthew could not go to the post office um, because he does have a heart uh, defect. And so um, I was doing the whole, you know, and my family is at risk. My dad's older, my mom's older. Um, and so I was like, send, send me tribute to go out and do all the things. Um, so I had to like really, really like guard myself um, going out and doing stuff. But um, you know, that was so hard on Matthew to then explain like, Matt, like the world is, is sick. And like, that's why you can't go out. You didn't do anything wrong, you know? And I think for a lot of kids who are in, um, we have a great program here called um, No Limitations and it's all sports. It's really cool. It's part of the gym I'm with. Um, 
and they do basketball, uh, football. It's so awesome. It's like, it's kids of all different abilities that get to do that. Well, obviously when COVID happened, that got shut down. And so that was so hard and so heartbreaking because that was something like kids were so excited to go and do and then couldn't go and do it. Um, but then they figured out how to do like it virtually or like outdoors to where like the, the space was even further apart versus six feet apart because these guys are so susceptible, susceptible of getting COVID. Um, and so like doing all the COVID tests, all that. Um, so I think with businesses like or hiring, I don't know how Biddy and Bose did it, but it was still really neat. Like they just went all overboard, like with the shields for them and that way they could still do it. Um, but yeah, I think just like, finding out other ways if you can't physically be there finding other ways to like virtually be there for just the special needs community and supporting them um like supporting them by sharing their posts online or buying a gift card to send to a friend i know like when it was world down or not world down, down syndrome awareness month we bought a ton of socks to send to our friends and family um there was another gal who did a really cool book like of just nominate like showing um, different kids with Down syndrome and like their adventures and advice. And so it was cool to send those to our family, like, and be like, this is awesome. Like you need to know more about this. So like just figuring out other ways, there's always another way to support. That is totally true. And speaking of, uh, you, use, uh, you, you just mentioned it briefly, word world Down syndrome day. So it's actually today. So <laughs> can you comment on that? Like how, how, how are you like doing that? Like with your family? Yeah, so I have my crazy socks on. Um, See, I had mine on earlier, and then I was getting so hot, I had to take them off. So I was like, yeah. Me too, me too. <laughs> yeah. You can wear your crazy socks for World Down Syndrome Day. Um, today is absolutely gorgeous, so I know Matt and I are going to go out and, like, just walk around. Um, we have a very, like, really large driveway, so we walk around and, like, dance and stuff. So we will be doing that. There will probably be videos later of us doing imitations of some TikTok dance that we've learned. Um, but yeah, supporting. Um, I know for me, this like this community is absolutely incredible. Just the disability community um, and getting to witness everybody um, grow and, you know, just huge milestones. Um, it's just so fun to celebrate, um, but it's also just fun to see everybody just come together and be like, hey, I believe in your kid or hey, I believe in your brother or sister who has XYZ different, you know, disability. Like, it's just awesome to know that um, we're all in it together and like, we all want to see each other grow and just, just do awesome. And that's something that we could all use a little bit more of, especially Amen. with the things that are going on in the world. So I'm really happy that you guys have found a community that supports and loves you as you should. Yes. For sure, for sure. So we've actually reached the end of the podcast. So if you have any social media that you would like to shout out, this is your time. Go ahead. Awesome. Um, yeah, you can find us on our website at margaretco.com. It's M-A-R-G-R-I-T-C-O.com. Or you can find us at margaretco. Or if you really are just a huge fan of Matthew, you can go to at Down With Business on Instagram and basically become a big fan of him. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. And I appreciate all y'all do. And thank you so much for his letters. They're literally hanging out at his desk. Like he has them like 
all in a row. So they're, they're we see oh, them every day. That is so sweet of him. Thank you so much. And yeah, to our listeners, just to make sure that you are following us on Instagram at spread the love, S P R period E A D T H and whatever, spread the love. So yeah, just make sure to follow us on that. And yeah, today was World Syndrome Awareness Day. So just make sure march 21 so wear your crazy socks people so yeah thank you so much for listening and just yeah overall being here so thank you all and we'll see you next time thank you bye